All right, bradcooney.com in association with HCN Networks is absolutely honored to have on board from The Voice Season 9, Mark Hood. Mark, what is up, brother? Oh, man, I'm so excited to be on the show, man. I see you t- tweeting about it all the time. I'm like, what are you going to have me on? So I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> you know I was going to get to you, man. You knew, you knew that. You were definitely going to get on here. Oh, yeah. All right, man, so let's talk about this. Let's back up a little bit, though. I want to... Since this is your first time on the show, I want to back up to the, to the blind auditions and just touch on that for a, for a minute. Um, when you came out, you, you, of course, got four chairs to turn. So talk about that experience, man. It's just, just kind of kind of walk us through it, man, when you walked up there. Man, it's still actually unbelievable. I, um, I remember just before I went out, you know, you're standing in front of the two big doors and you're kind of pacing, you're nervous, the camera's on you. You really don't know what to do, and I'm, you know, I'm in my own little personal prayer moments or whatever. But when they open the two doors, they like open automatically, so you don't know exactly when they're gonna open. Like some, like a spirit of calmness just came over me, and I was just like ready. And I walked out like I just blew the air out, like I'm ready to do this. And I went out there just hoping for one chair, maybe two. Never, ever, ever thinking that I would get four chairs. So by the time Blake turned around. I dang near blacked out because I was just like, Lord, is this happening? Like, is this real? Four chairs on mm. freaking the voice and a standing ovation from the judges? Like, who gets that? So it, it was just, it was incredible. A, a moment you you never forget if you've been in that situation before. Even if you go to turn one chair, you replay those turns in your head like every day. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a moment you never forget. Yeah. So you 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 didn't have the the advantage that the viewers had on TV. Well, we actually saw face expressions from the judges when you first came out. And I knew right away because the cameras panned on Pharrell and Adam um, when you first came out within the first, like, 20, 10, 20 seconds. And then I saw the look that Pharrell was giving to Adam and Adam was giving Pharrell. I said, well, them two are definitely turning. And they did simultaneously at the same time. Simultaneously? Yeah. Telling you, I was just like... Okay, and, you, and you're right, I had no clue that they were back there looking like, and also I had no clue that they would turn that fast within mm-hmm. like 15 seconds. I just, you know, when you plan your song, um, you plan little moments in it, like turn moments, so you at least have three in your line audition song. So my first moment that was a turn moment for me wasn't until the chorus, coming out of the chorus, so I thought I would be singing to back along with that, mm. um, but I wasn't. <laughs> Interesting, man. Talk about the experience working with Pharrell, man. I've always been a huge fan of this guy. Just you know, the legendary producer. He's a, he's an entertainer, a singer. He's really good with his fans. He's just a great guy. Talk about your experience working with him. Pharrell, Pharrell is literally like like an angel almost mm. because he's so cool. He's so calm. He has this presence, but he's so into you. Like you know, when you're working with him, you know. You would think it's just you, like it was me and Celeste. You would think it was just us that he had to work with, although he had, you know, um, five of other pairs, you know. He's just so, you know, into you at the moment, and you feel it. Also, yo, man, he got this producer's ear out of this world. Oh, yeah. Like, he'll be like, he'll be like, uh, um, change these two notes. And then they're like, flip the whole song. (laughs) Like, it's just crazy. And he just, um... He's so positive. He even he, he's just never like negative. His whole energy is never never negative. Like he's just 
literally one of the most amazing people I've ever worked with. Yeah, I would I would love to meet that guy one day. All right, so when you perform, the 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 one thing that really sticks out, and I believe separates you from a lot of people you're competing against, is your movement on stage. You, you're not only just a singer, you're also an entertainer, and I think that can be advantageous for you. Talk about that. Man, you know, so my background is um, I'm an actor. That's my day job. Mm. So um, I do a lot of theater. I'm an equity actor. So I am uh, programmed to sing and dance at the same time. And the beautiful thing about it is, you know, I didn't really realize until watching on the show, like, oh, man, I'm, um, I'm not that bad at singing and dancing at the mm -hmm. same time. Like, I sing and dance, and it, and it really um, works perfectly. Um, so, um, you know, that is a big part of who I am. I'm not putting on for the cameras. Like, that is um, who I am, and that's what I love to do, entertain. And I think, it's, of course, it's a singing competition, but it's also a TV show, and I want to give a show. And uh, that's one thing you'll say when you see a marketed performance, that it was a show. Mm -hmm. And it's going to play a pivotal, pivotal role when the, when, the, when the show gets to where fans are calling and voting, because... That's yeah. part of it, man. Then when they want to see that show, that that entertainment value. Exactly. So I'm glad, I'm glad I can provide that for the show because I do know that nobody else is doing what I'm doing. So I'm mm -hmm. glad that there is a lane that I can drive down and just do my thing. All right. So let's move up to the battle rounds, which was just the other night. Uh, you guys sang. Um, well, you, you sang with with uh, Celeste Betton, who I thought was terrific. Yeah. Um, ain't no mountain. Yeah, ain't no mountain high enough. Um, look, this this was no picnic going up against her. I mean, I I thought Pharrell was crazy to, to match you guys together, man. Because I think just just like what Blake said, man, when you were finished, he's like, "There's no wrong decision uh, on this one. Who who goes forward and who doesn't? Um, how are your nerves going up against her, man? She was really good." I was, as soon as they paired me with her, I don't like singing against girls. So I was immediately intimidated. Mm. And I gotta sing against a girl that's not fair. Girls can hit these high notes and do all this crazy stuff and can just make it seem like I can't really sing. And so um, I remember expressing that to Pharrell. And I'm like, boy, chill, you have nothing to worry about, you know. And I'm also, the moment Celeste and I sang that song together for the first time, it was magic. Mm. So I was like, okay, Mark, you ain't no half-stepping. You got to come come correct or stay home for this one. And, and the really beautiful thing about it was that uh, it was a duet. It, it just wasn't. We, our goal was to make it a duet, not to make it a battle. Mm -hmm. We're trying to sing over each other and stuff like that. We just wanted to make a good performance, a good vocal performance, so that people would enjoy it because that is what this is about. We wanted people to and feel our gifts and you know we were both playing for a steal and sadly that didn't happen yeah I'm shocked by that the fans are even all over the social networks everybody was stunned that she didn't get stolen um, I'm still trying to yeah. figure that one out um, dude you guys made Missy Elliott cry holy cow talk about that experience when I tell you that was one of the ooh, just hurting moments of the rehearsal because it's one thing to have Missy and them sitting in front of your face but then for her to start crying and so people always ask me um, 
Oh, was she really crying or was that for the TV? Oh, no, that was real. She was really crying. Yep. Those are real tears. She was booing. And it was just um, incredible to see and know that uh, my gift can move somebody to tears. Like, that, that just shows me all my hard work, all my passion, all my spirit, all my soul. It's not in vain. It'll move somebody. If it moves somebody, that's fine with me. Yeah, that was just amazing. Now, Adam Levine said after you were finished with, uh, you know, your 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 battle that that he called you a spark plug. He said, "Man, you're a spark plug," and uh, he said you all lit the place up. How, how does it feel standing up there, man? You finished singing and you're standing there before these these legends, and for someone to speak so highly of you. It's like, you know, you just can't believe it, and I joke all the time. Carson Bakley, who's a legend, is standing in between you. That's true. But at that moment, you almost forget that Carson is there because, you know, you're listening to Adam Levine and Gwen Stefani sing your praises. And it's kind of just like, you know, verifying that, hey, I'm doing this for a reason. This isn't arbitrary. You know, like, it's just, it's indescribable when they speak highly of you, people you look up to. It's, it's such confirmation. It's such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Tell the listeners out there something that Pharrell's taught you um, that you didn't really know, something previous that you didn't know that, that really is advantageous for you going forward. So a big lesson that Pharrell taught me, and it wasn't even that I didn't really know it. I, did, I wasn't walking in it. Mm-hmm. It was doubt. You know, mm-hmm. he picked up on my doubt because I would express it. You know, I would say like, you know, I'm, I'm worried about going against the last and I'm worried about going against a girl. And then he pulled me to the side and said, Mark, listen, you, you doubting yourself. I had somebody on my team who doubted themselves before and he inevitably went home. He said, Mark, you have this. You got the talent. You got what it takes to win this competition. He said, I need you to start believing that. Shortly after that, my screensaver on my phone was no more doubt. Mm. That was like our lesson, no more doubt. And um, that sticks with me today, Brad. Like, as I'm at home, as I'm doing anything, it's still on my phone, no more doubt. I've really learned to to walk in who I am and not compare myself to other people. I just have no doubt and know that what I bring to, what I bring to the table is good. You know, what other, the other food that people bring to the table is really good, but what I bring to the table is good. And I'm not doubting it anymore. That was a big lesson that Pete taught me. That's big too. That that's great. That you can you can attribute that to all aspects of life going forward. You know, not yeah. just music. How you how um how how are you enjoying the the recognition? I'm sure people are starting to recognize you more. It's the more exposure you get on TV. How's that Dude. adjustment been? Dude, this is crazy. Literally, last night I was at the grocery store, and I'm checking out, Brad. Mm-hmm. I swear, and I'm at the um. At the self checkout, because I like to self check out a lot of times. Yep. Me too. And I noticed this lady staring at me. <laughs> and I say to myself, she knows who I am, but I'm going to look straight so that, you know, we don't have to make this awkward. And then she says, Are you from The Voice? And then the lady behind her says, Oh my God. <laughs> that's the one from Ain't No Mountain High Enough. And then the dude behind her says, that's the boy who was doing the kick across the stage. <laughs> and the next thing I know, there is a line of pictures ensues, and people are taking pictures. I'm shaking hands, taking pictures. 
children. It was crazy. And so, Brad, listen, you know, this show works for people in, like, small towns and stuff like that. But I live in big city Chicago. People don't care. Lady Gaga walks around the streets here. Like, she has a place here, so mm -hmm. she stars and stuff all the time. It's nothing, you know. So for people to, like, recognize me and stuff, that's a big deal in a big city. If I lived in, like, a small town, like Nebraska or Idaho, then, you know, that's one thing. But living in Chicago and getting noticed, that's a big deal. That's what's crazy, up, man. Crazy, like, crazy. That's awesome. You know, you, you mentioned Chicago, and and I, I I stay away from politics when I do interviews. Um, it's just not a good mix. But but I do want to bring this up. Chicago's a beautiful city, and I, I look. I, I, when I was in the Navy, I went to boot camp up there in Chicago and spent some time in Chicago. But as we all know, there's a lot of crime in Chicago. There's a lot of crime in a lot of cities, but Chicago's got us real problems with crime. Would you like to use your fame, use your success, and maybe mentor some of those younger, the younger generation coming up in your city? Absolutely. That is a big part of um, who I am and what I do. I am a product of my environment, mm -hmm. and I got out, and so can they, you know, provided I didn't grow up quite in the slums and in the hood. But I did grow up in Chicago, and I know that with the right leadership, mentorship, and um, the right upbringing that you can make it out to and you don't have to make those choices. So very often, I'm going to the schools. This is even before The Voice. Mm -hmm. I'm in the public school system. I'm talking to the kids, you know, mentoring the kids. Um, I work with a program, 100 Positive Black Men, and we go out to the schools and just, you know, be, you know, are very positive for the children to see. Um, I do... Um, uh, Real men read. I go to my elementary school and read to the kids. You oh, know, that's great. Them, you know, there's another way, you know, and so that's a big part of um, what I want to do um, to do my part in combating the Chicago violence. Because Chicago is an amazing place. And we let the violence um, get the shine when it should not, you know. That's awesome, man. So good to, to know that you do that for the kids. Um, and by the way, while we're on Chicago, congratulations to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although I am a side I'm a south sider. You know, I am a complete advocate of being Chicago team. So Absolutely. Go Cubs, go. Absolutely. All right, you got time to do three questions from the fans? I'll take a few questions from the fans. All right, we got we got about five minutes. We can knock this out. All right, so I hit up Twitter and um, I asked some of the fans if they had any questions. And Miss um, Jasmine, her name is Jasmine, and she's from Buffalo, New York. She wants to know who are some of your favorite singers. So my favorite singers, I love, love, love Usher. Oh yeah, John Legend, Marvin Gaye, Chris Brown. Those are kind of like my favorites. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, those, man. Are, those are my favorites. I love them. Good On ones. the male side, women, I love um, Jasmine Sullivan, Celine Dion, you know, inevitably Beyonce. I love everybody. It's hard for me to say my favorite because I'm going to end up running the list. <laughs> hey, you, you, you had some real good ones. I, I didn't disagree with any of those. Um, all right, so Latanya. Latanya's from Long Island, New York. She wants to know, and you touched on this a minute ago, do you get nervous before going on stage, and how do you deal with your nerves? Well, the voice is a different stage, so normally, believe it or not, I do not, because like I said, I'm an actor, so I perform eight shows a week normally anyway. So 
generally I just kind of walk out there and do my thing. And that's where my strength lies and my ability to just go out and be natural and do. But when it comes to the voice, it's a competition. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do get nervous. But um, I channel it. I pray a lot. I have these little breathing exercises. I blow it out. And I just, you know, um, I, I do my thing. That's what's up. And last question, Miss um, Linda. Linda's from New Orleans, the Bayou down there in New Orleans, Louisiana. That's what's great about yeah. the voice, man. It's all over. I mean, this this, this show's everywhere. I mean, it's it's shown all over the world. Yeah, uh, yeah. She wants to know: Do you write your own music? And win or lose the voice competition, can the fans expect an album and a tour from you? I do write my own music and I have music coming for you as soon as the show is over and when the show is over you will absolutely um, see me on the road um, possibly even with Celeste about the fans oh wow I'm hoping that um, Celeste and I do some work so myself Celeste and her husband you know have been throwing that idea around possibly you know um, doing some studio work well it's no longer possibly it's gonna happen and then possibly you know doing some shows maybe even hitting the road so you guys gotta stay tuned for that yeah man it's good to know that we haven't heard the last from Celeste too I think she's got a, oh, a yeah, future oh, man we haven't heard the last from Celeste you definitely have not heard the last from Celeste she is phenomenal absolutely and then one other fan didn't have a question she just had a statement and her name is Jude and she said that we love your periscopes oh uh, that's <laughs> Good deal. I love her, love her, love her. That's what's up. All right, man, look, before I let you go, man, let's plug your social networks. Where can the fans follow you? Websites. Talk to the fans about that. Everything is Mark J. Hood. Anywhere, everywhere. So Facebook, Twitter. Facebook, that's my fan page. So make sure you like it. Twitter, Instagram. Find Mark J. Hood. Follow me, follow me, follow me because I need your support. That's what's up there. That, there he is, folks. I told you I'd bring in Mark Hood from the season nine of The Voice. Check him out on NBC. I believe it's they just go. They went to eight central on Mondays now, right? Is that is that when they're showing that now? Yeah, seven central on Mondays. Okay, seven central on Monday. That's what's up, Mark. Thanks so much for joining us, man. I look forward to a follow up.